Hello, hello. Welcome back to Rediscovering Humanity, the podcast where we learn what it means to be fully human, fully alive. This is Isai. And Isai. We're back. I cannot wait for you to introduce me, man. This has been (laughs) this, by the way, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Joel and I am the co-host of this thing. And I'm so excited, man. It is good to see your face. <laughs> it's so good to finally join on this thing back with you. Oh, my um, we're a little rusty for those of you that are listening, <laughs> if you can't tell. Um, we're excited. We're not rusty. We're excited. We're, we're excited. <laughs> the, the nervous excitement. But we have decided we're committing. For those of you that stuck with us through seasons one and two of rediscovering humanity we thank you so much and at the end of season two we left off saying we'll be back in the fall (laughs) and i think you might have understood maybe i should say you might have understood what we said was you might have interpreted it as fall 20 was it 2021 it was no No, it was 2022 no not even it was fall maybe maybe it was fall 2021 because i think we were pregnant with our second daughter that's right. The last episode released yeah. May 2021, and we and thought she we was would born. come back. And yeah. then your so a lot has happened since then. But we thought <laughs> yeah. we were gonna come back in fall 2021. But yeah, jokes on you, old all of you guys out there listening. Yep, yep. <laughs> we're back fall 2023, and maybe not a full swing back in. But we thought we thought if we release something out there, it'll it'll make us commit a little bit more. Yeah. Um. But. A lot has Did happened. Did you say fall 2023? 2022. Oh my goodness. What year are we in? <laughs> <laughs> it's been it's been you... it's been only one year since we we, we meant to release. <laughs> We're like, welcome back, everyone. So it's been <laughs> next year. <laughs> next year. <laughs> we we should just start re- recording this as, as if we're in the future. So yeah. then when we, it is the future, it's like we'll oh be we're ready. Not late. For... we'll be ready. <laughs> there we'll is ready. also um some episode that we recorded in January of 2022 somewhere on my laptop that yeah. <laughs> didn't make it out because by the time yeah. I finished editing it was my goodness halfway through the year and we were talking about a lot of different stuff but yeah, yeah. anyway Joel the one and only Joel Navarro wow it's so great yeah. to catch you this is now I'm introducing you Joel the the a handsome, almost blue man that almost I see blue. on my screen right now. Yeah, this is the the computer light is yeah. Joel, you you started this thing with me. We started this from what started off as a small Bible study on Zoom in the pandemic, out of necessity, and then the itch for both of us to have mm-hmm. conversations that we wanted to have. And although we we haven't come back, we've wanted to have these conversations. But Joel. You and I were pastors at the time in the same conference. Mm-hmm. Tell me now, what have you been up to since then? Well, now I um, spend my evenings doing stand-up comedy. At a... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> well, um, so I mean, I'm gonna say what I did. I was gonna, I was gonna start saying what you did, but no, what oh. I did is we ended up relocating uh, to Lincoln, Nebraska. Wow. So I. Um, I was uh, invited to join a church in Lincoln, Nebraska, Piedmont Park is the church as an associate pastor for family life and discipleship, which sounds fancy and I'm still figuring out what it actually means, but we're excited. 
We're happy to be here. It was a transition and transitions are good, but they're also scary. But every step of the way, we've had the joy of feeling that things were right and that we were making a good choice. So, so far, so good. But um, yeah, as far as work, that's been it. Um, You said you had a baby. Yeah, which is a different kind of work, especially, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So so our, our second daughter, Lily, was born two months early, which... Let's say it's her fault. We didn't get back to no poor thing. No, uh, but yeah, she was she was born. Um, she was due September eight of twenty twenty one, and she was okay. born July July twenty nine of twenty twenty one. Which wow. through all of us, beginning with my wife on a on a loop. Um, mm-hmm. Wow, you know she was two weeks in NICU, and oh my, my wife goodness. stayed there with her. Um, and and two weeks after that, we were so happy that she was able to come home and. And yeah, now we're a family of four. So that means that we can never catch a break. Yeah. So, you know, our, our audience doesn't hear, doesn't see us, right? But but right mm-hmm. now it's 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 dark, right? I mean, you are, yeah. dude, you're about to be, yeah, it's pretty late where you are. Like, it is. Uh, it's almost midnight here. And for me, being a father, 1030 is very late too. Yeah. So. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> but uh, yeah, oh. that's pretty much it. We added a kid. Yeah. We're still alive, and we moved to where there are four seasons. You moved deeper into the Midwest. I don't know if Texas is, I guess, like Southwest, and now you're in. I was, yeah, I was in West Texas. Now West Texas, and now you're in East Nebraska. Eastern Nebraska. Yeah. Wow. How was that like? Was that scary? Your your daughter being in the NICU, that must have been terrifying. It was. So I think I think what was more what was scarier um was to to be in the room for labor and delivery and mm-hmm. see the NICU team walk into that room while your wife is is giving birth with a respirator, you know, oh because yeah. the kid, you know, when kids are born that early, sometimes they need a little bit of a of an extra help to to, help breathe, to breathe, you know. Sometimes yeah. their lungs work or not. That that was pretty terrifying, you know, because your wife is doing some major workouts, mm-hmm. and you are, you know, you have all the feelings you can have, and then, you know, you know the baby's early. Yeah. And then you see a respirator, and you're told, "Well, we'll see what happens." Um, I think I, I was never happier to hear my daughter cry. Wow. Yeah. that first time right because if they cry then you're like all right like they have a good pair of lungs right true yeah a year a little over a year later i can say now she can scream she can scream <laughs> which i am not as happy as i was about that but but yeah. uh, no it, first it, time yeah it certainly was one of those it was one of those moments where you you realize you're definitely not in control right mm. like there was nothing i could do to help my wife or my daughter, except to just stay where I was and be mm-hmm. there, right? Mm-hmm. And as a Christian, of course, that's when you that's when you give it up. You're like, all right, I can't do anything about this, but you know, I believe I have a good father who can and who cares and who yeah. is able to do something about this. Wow. That also sounds like, I mean, just staying on theme with the podcast. Mm. I feel like that that really says a lot about what it means to be fully alive. I mean, mm-hmm. for you to get a glimpse of that through the birth of your second daughter mm-hmm. and for you to be a parent to her 
a father to her while at the same time, like you're saying, putting yourself in the hands of, of your heavenly father. Yeah, there's a lot there of yeah. you constantly learning from obviously from a baby's perspective, what it means to be human for you as a father to witness yeah. that, but to, to be involved intimately. And it was kind of crazy too, because the first, I would say mostly first two months, maybe two, three months. So her nervous system wasn't fully developed. And so that, that girl would get startled with a butterfly flying by, you know, like anything would like freak her out. Like you would walk into the room and she was like, Oh no, what's happening? You know? So, so she was just not, you know, she struggled sort of dealing with fast movement with people coming in and out. And, and now, now, you know, I, I, you know, I hold her upside down and she's giggling, but those first (laughs) few months, and it was it was fascinating to to I mean it was sad and and and, and interesting and 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 sort of heartbreaking and a lot of different like just to see that little tiny human be so overwhelmed by everything right mm-hmm. and and you're like well I'm I'm here to help you right <laughs> like talking about that but what you were mentioning you know just you just look at that like like such a you know all babies are helpless yeah but not all babies are so constantly overwhelmed as as my daughter was the first few. I imagine, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. it was very interesting to to yeah. care for her and and to try your best to reassure her. Hey, like you don't have to freak out every time I walk into the room. Like uh, friends, yeah. I'm here for you. You know, <laughs> like yeah, right. uh, yeah. It was an interesting feeling. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what it means, but yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was just thinking yeah. like because this is your second time around being a, a father, but even still, like, it's just a different way of parenting, even in, I mean, oh yeah, in, in this circumstance, like, are there any, like, any new things you've learned about parenting, like, or of yourself as a father? This is, this is turning into a parenting podcast. Oh, I no, I know, which is like, I'm not even a parent, but I'm like, wow, this no, is. No. Look, but, but it's good that you see all my diplomas here for all my expertise. Yeah. Um. Well, really, the, the <laughs> lovely lady over there at the back should be the one talking. But no, um, huh. I think it for me, it has to do more with personality. Mm. The mechanics are, you know, as far as like caring for a human, they're fairly similar. But as you see them grow and develop in their own personalities, they're not the same. You know, and already like the the youngest is a little over a year, and she's already clearly not like her sister, mm-hmm. and just having to navigate those differences. Yeah, it's very cool. It's fun. It can be annoying too, but just reminding yourself, like I'm given the gift. You know, my wife and I are given the gift of having front row seats to seeing little humans grow up. Yeah, that's interesting. But they're not the same. And so the way that we get to be there cannot be the same. We cannot be the same parents in the sense of like how we're going to relate to them and how we're going to help them and journey as they grow up and do life. Right. And and yeah. that's I think that I think honestly, as of today, I feel like those are the major differences. You know, they yeah. all come with their whatever, you know, little, sure. little twerks and things and, and preferences. But but I think just when they start developing that personality and you have to figure that out. Yeah. Because like I knew my eldest and, you know, you feel like, oh, like I, I can do one child. I know this one child and then comes another one and it's, it's just a different story. But yeah. Well, that's amazing because there's no formula even between siblings. And like, even yeah. though you're the, you're the same person, you can't approach it the same way. Yeah. But it is really cool. I think that we're seeing this more and more. Uh, the youngest is absolutely in love with her sister. 
And everything her older sister does is worth her, you know, devotion and attention. And so I'm sure that as they grow up and as the as the youngest keeps growing up and learning Uh and paying attention to her sister, I'm sure there'll be things that they'll become more alike because the the little reading and listening that I've done about this, you know, usually younger sisters in good or bad ways, right? In admir- out of admiration or out of competition, try to keep up a lot with their older sister. Mm, wow. And I don't know if you could hear her, but that was her screaming. So I thought I heard something in the background. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that a cat or is that my yeah. daughter? That's <laughs> good. But oh, <laughs> but yeah. So, no. so one year of or no, like almost a year and a half, right? Yeah, yeah, almost a year uh, and a half of about yeah. But it's all, man, like, like, again, I just want to be absolutely clear. Like, yeah. I could not do this. I am a decent, I hope I'm a decent father because of my wife. Like, mm-hmm. I, I would not, I don't know how I would. And my hat off to, to single parents or parents that, that have to manage mm-hmm. by themselves because it's it's beautiful. Being I, I love being the dad, but it, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a lot better to do it when you have a team. Mm-hmm. But um. But yeah. But how about you, man? Like let let's let's transition from parenting to to youthful, vibrant. <laughs> you're still uh, you're still very youthful. Promise. <laughs> you're still very youthful, dog. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. The screen makes all my white oh, right, hairs right, right. And go away. I but have some you, I have man? some grays as well. But um yeah, I am doing I'm doing so great. I'm doing So where are you now? I'm, I'm doing well. I am in Berrien Springs, Michigan. Okay. So last time we released an episode, mm-hmm. I was in Texas. I think I was still like last couple episodes. I was like, I'm going to seminary mm-hmm. and I was very excited. And I'm here now. I've completed one year of finishing my first semester of my second year. Mm-hmm. So I've been here. I Moved shortly after our last episode released, and I came up to Berrien Springs, Michigan. I started my master's in divinity in the seminary, which is a theology master's. Mm-hmm. And actually, before I came, I was like really praying about it, thinking about it, about whether I should also do a dual degree. Mm-hmm. But I think it took me about a year. And then this last summer, I decided to apply to the master's in social work degree. So I'm doing two degrees, which is really exciting for me. I'm excited to see what doors it opens up. Right. Every time people ask me, what got you interested in social work? I feel like a big part of it was just the interest that this podcast piqued for me. Like the more conversations we had around like topics like about humanity and about others and empathy and all of these different topics and just me wanting to like explore them even before we got into the topic mm-hmm. and even wrestling with it after mm-hmm. just really made me think of, yeah, what social work can look like for me. Mm. I don't know necessarily where that will lead me specifically, but I'm only taking one class right now that I am really enjoying. Nice. Nice. Yeah. As far as that, I've been education wise. I'm at Andrews University. I've been really enjoying it. This has been a season of rest. Okay. Slowing down. Okay. Personally, for me, I've done a lot of self-reflecting. I've done a lot of therapy. I've done a lot of, yeah, growing in myself, at least trying to, to be honest. Well, that's all we can do. Yeah. Right? I mean. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. Right. Try. So, <laughs> that's so yeah, true. Like, I, tr- I try. I try. I try well. I try. Yeah. Yeah. 
And yeah, I, I mean, I've, I'm really trying to take advantage of what this season mm. of life, like, I mean, getting paid to go to school is a pretty cool thing. So right now I'm in. So thank you, Texaco. Yes, thank, thank you, Texaco. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Absolutely. I'm thankful. So in this season, I definitely miss that full-time paycheck, but I'm doing well enough oh, to like slow down and just appreciate life. Yeah. And in the meantime, work-wise, for one semester, I was doing media at a church here on campus, one place, and I was really enjoying that, learning something new as well. Learning media stuff through this podcast kind of piqued my interest, but I've been also working at the men's dorm mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as a student dean. And that's been really life-giving for me, just being able to make mm. connections, make friends, mm. connect even just like outside of a church setting, but even just mm -hmm. make connections with young people. And yeah, that's been really life-giving. Wow. 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 So you've been, it's interesting. It's interesting how, I, I love what you said about, about a season of rest. I, yeah. that's one thing I was telling my wife since moving to Lincoln, I feel so healthy in a way, I guess healthy in, in the sense of well-rested. I think, and this may yeah. be also something to talk about at some other podcast in our, so, in yeah. our soon to come <laughs> best of intentions the season that this is kicking yeah. off hopefully yeah i mean i think there's several changes of anyhow tell me more about season of rest because i'm, I'm curious about how yeah. how do we find rest sometimes not necessarily by just taking a nap but by but by reorganizing our work and maybe moving maybe moving the setting moving the context the surrounding whatever but but yeah yeah. Ooh. I think that's a really good way of putting it, like reorganizing. I, I think a lot of the work that I've been doing in my reflecting has been figuring out my values mm. and what, what helps me just feel a sense of purpose mm -hmm. and what's a sense of drive, mm. a sense of like what motivates me. I'm still figuring it out for the most places, but I feel like there's a little bit more calm for me, at least in like knowing like that I'm heading in that direction. Mm -hmm. But I think like a big thing for me that I realized is that, yeah, having that sense of purpose helps me at least move forward. Even if I'm busy, like, mm. you know, I'm stressed out because I have a Hebrew quiz and I hope I do well and I'm not sure, but like yeah. just having that, like that motivation to keep moving forward because of the purpose that mm -hmm. the things that give me purpose. I think that's it for me for now. And the next chapter in life that I will have, I hope that after my master's graduate education after leaving this place i hope that i will go somewhere that will will give me that sense of purpose that i will be able to mm. yeah to thrive not just like doing the yeah. routine the mundane but hopefully that i will be able to feed into yeah yeah something something that gives me helps me drive forward right and, um, right motiv motivated i think more, more of that and and i think that the Obviously, a school setting gives you a more gives you yeah. gives gives you more structure, and it, it sort yeah. of seems like it becomes easier to find that purpose and that sense of direction. But I think it's the way I see it also, like because we're both in times of changes, right, and and transitions in a way. And and I don't know, I I love it, you know in the conversations we've had since you've moved there, and and just you know what I've shared with you as well. I think it's also, it comes from a place of need. I think that a lot of times is, I think we got to a point where we realized that we needed to work from rest, not to earn rest. That's really good. I agree. 
because you knew that, you know, you were able mm-hmm. to go to Andrews and then be like, organize your life with a better sense of like, hey, this is where I'm heading to, right? Because mm-hmm. I think that a lot of times, I know at least for me, it's easy to lose that. It's easy to miss the fact that, hey, I'm, I'm not here to prove that I'm important, that I'm necessary, or that I'm here to, from a, a, a restful connection with Jesus, go mm-hmm. and do my best and being, and being salt and light in the world. Yeah. And and I'm and it just makes me really happy to see. Uh, I know that we sadly haven't spent tons of time, but but you know we got to visit when you arrived there to Andrews. Yeah, and it just makes me really happy to to see you. You look good. You look well rested. You know. So uh, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, so school has kept me busy. Good, but yeah, I do feel like in a good way. Like it's it's a good structure. A good structure. I think. I was talking to a good friend, mm-hmm. my housemate, who we also had as a guest here, um, Anthony, and mm. he was telling me like, it's a good season of uh, in life to just slow down, like what you just said, mm-hmm. like to not have that that pressure that we put on ourselves, not even that others do. Sometimes others do, yeah. but that we tend to put on ourselves to perform. Yeah, and it's just like a season to rest and to be. Yeah, and to just to just right. be still yes there's i mean there's papers there's assignments right. there's reading yeah. but there's st- there's still so much more room to just yeah be. Hmm. And, and that reminds me well what i guess you know i had sort of lost my train of thought before but but i think that what i was trying to say before is that i think that when you know when when you come to realize the direction where you need to head toward you know that sense of purpose yeah. like you were talking about then I think that's something you can take even out of school, you know, out of like, because yeah. that's how I feel right now. Like I'm not, I love school. Sadly, I'm not in school right now, but it's simply in this transition and being able to start a new, a new job here in Lincoln, but with a clearer sense of like, Hey, what do I actually want? Like, what am I here for? Has given me that as well. That that sense of rest, yeah. you know, obviously I'm busy. We're we're learning a new city, new people, bigger church, a lot of changes. But in a way, it feels surprisingly restful. Mm. And I think it's because of what you were saying. Because there's, we have a clear sense of purpose, and I as as an individual, and I think we as a family as well. Yeah, that's so good. I love that. I think it's kind of cool to see like the overlap in like, yeah, where we are in our settings. (laughs) That's really beautiful. And I think one last thing that. I guess talking about like what we've been up to ever since I got here, I've started dating somebody mm-hmm. and her name's Cindy and she is wonderful and amazing. And it's been really great uh, having her in my life and can't forget that. Can't not mention that because I just recently got engaged. So beautiful to the podcast. It might be like a new thing. It's really exciting. It's really really joyous season in my life, especially because of that, like getting to do life with somebody else in this season of life, like sharing in yeah my growth and just even getting to grow with someone and like looking forward to, yeah, starting a life yeah. with somebody yeah. is so exciting. Beautiful. So yeah, that's been such a, a blessing in my life in that that's been something new. That's amazing. I know I should have asked you before we were, while we were prepping for this because I, I the, the three hours we took to prep for this, um, <laughs> you know, because I was like, I don't know, I, 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 but beautiful. No, I mean, and that has been so exciting. We surprisingly happened to know her from our time in, in Hong Kong. 
So yeah, which is so small world. Small world indeed. Yeah. Small world indeed. But yeah. that's amazing. Well, we have yeah. a little bit time of pretty much out of time at this point. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But I guess this is us for now. <laughs> this is us. Um I guess we're not we're we're putting this out there to commit. Like we we do want to start season three. But Joel, maybe what can our audience expect from us? Well, right now they can expect to know that we're alive, that we're still here. Yeah. They can hear good. from us. Happy holidays, because I think we're releasing this soon before the holidays. before the end of times. And yes. uh that we are this is our way of officially committing on working on a serious uh professional, well done season three. Hopefully Absolutely. before Isaiah starts having kids. <laughs> <laughs> Isai, before he becomes Isai. a dad. <laughs> that seem good. That seem like a good deal. That sounds. That sounds like a great yeah. idea. So we'll keep in touch yeah. for sure. And then, All what right. did we used to say? Until then. Until next time, live well. Live well. See you, friends. <laughs> <laughs>